They just want a million dollars. They're not even done college. That's right. This week, Logan Parks and Tucker Smith. Millionaires. On. I'm Bob Cobb from the Bassmaster. Welcome to Mercer. Another Wednesday and another podcast. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday to all of you. You're halfway through the week. And the best part is, if you're in the States, I mean, it is party time. That's right. Tomorrow, Thursday, obviously, Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners. Um, The Canadians had it about a month ago. I'm going to go on the record and say right now, and I mean, this might upset some Canadians. I think American Thanksgiving is at a better time. It's not better, but it's just at a better time. I mean, it's an official kickoff to the holidays. um, And generally, our Thanksgiving just comes and people are like, oh my goodness, it's Thanksgiving already. Uh, It just sneaks up on you. Speaking of which, somebody slow down earth. It's freaking hard to believe this is going to be the last podcast for November. (laughs) The next one we do will be December 1st. Unbelievable how quick time is flying past. Maybe it's just me. Um, Before I go any further, I need to give a special shout out to somebody because there's one group of people that more than almost anybody else, we all should show love to, and that's our moms. I mean, nobody loves you like your mom loves you. A mother's love is incredible. And, And it was proved to me once again, last week, I do not know this person. I just met their mother, but I was literally had just launched my boat um, in a lonely Canadian boat ramp. Uh, it was me and one other guy there. And uh, this lady comes down, and it was kind of a slick hill, and she's wandering down. She's like, I, I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you. And she's pulling me back to shore. So I obviously come back to talk to her, and she said, my son is opening a fishing store. Uh, it's a fly fishing store. I don't know how many fly anglers at all listen to this. If you do, please leave a comment so we know. Heritage Fly Fishing on 444 Dundas Street West, Belleville, Ontario. Heritage Fly Fishing in Belleville, Ontario. Check them out for no other reason other than his mother ran down a slick hill to tell me about it. Nobody loves you like your mom running down the stairs to take care of you. Uh, Not stairs, the hill to take care of you. I mean, you should have seen her. It was like one of the freaking golden girls coming out. Hey, hey, hey. And she was so proud and excited She didn't realize that, I mean, I'm not much of a fly angler. Um, Sometimes things happen that are just right. I mean, you never planned them. Probably wouldn't have made a movie like this because nobody would think this way. But what happened this weekend with Tucker Smith and Logan Parks is amazing. I mean, they won a million dollars bass fishing, and we're going to talk to them in just a little bit. But outside of that, the backstory, I mean, number one, let's just look at that heads on. You're in college, and you won a million dollars. The world's got some stuff figured out just because they won it, and an idiot like me didn't um, because it would be a total different headline. Um, But the amazing thing to me is, When the entire fishing world is getting adjusted to losing such an inspiring, amazing person as 
Aaron Martins was. The guy that he mentored. You know, Tucker went to school with Aaron's daughter, and that's kind of where the relationship started. And what that team, Logan Parks and Tucker Smith, have accomplished is incredible individually. I mean, both of them are high school All-Americans. Um, Tucker Smith won the high school championship three years in a row. And now he's won the college team of the year and now a million dollars. Um, but the amazing thing was their relationship with Aaron. And uh, just several weeks after we lose Aaron, uh, those guys winning to me just felt like what the fishing industry needed. I mean, I'm sure there was a bunch of people who are like, Meh, college kids, they don't need it. But to me, it just uh, kind of proved that even when things are wrong, things can work out right. And um, it really is amazing to uh, their relationship with Aaron. Uh, and I, I maybe, and here's the other part of it. Maybe I'm totally, because Aaron is so special to me and so many people like me, Maybe I'm forcing this narrative on it. I don't know. Um, but I just think the way it went down. I mean, um, a guy infamous for the Blackbird story on Lake Havasu. And with these guys, I mean, they had one small fish at 10 o'clock. And then birds started busting near them. They went out and fished. It cost 15 pounds in... 15 minutes and ended up weighing in 16 and change and winning a million dollars in some very Aaron-esque fashion. Let's just say that. I mean, Aaron, the thing that amazed me most about Aaron and the thing that I cherish most about him as a competitor, uh, I mean, there's so many things that I value over the competition stuff, but the thing as a competitor that amazed me is Aaron saw things that almost nobody else saw. When you were covering Aaron, you would see him react to things and change the way he did things because of the way nature changed. Um, I've told the story a bunch of times in La Crosse, Wisconsin, when Aaron was fishing, you know, a narrow channel. And uh, we had watched him the first day. Me and James Overstreet covered him the first day of the tournament. And there was a bunch of boats out front of the channel watching him. And I asked Aaron at takeoff, where do you want me to come? He said, bro, just pull down other side of the channel and uh we went exactly where he told us to go an hour and a half into the day aaron's like bro you gotta get out of here you're ruining everything and and i'm like what is this guy talking about what does he mean i'm ruining everything i'm exactly where he told us to be and he's like you're interrupting the shad and the shad don't come into the bay and if the shad don't come into the bay the bass don't eat so, I mean, he's the competitor. We pull out thinking, wow, this guy's blaming us. Well, within 10 minutes, Aaron started catching him. He was so in tune with nature. And to have a team that, that was mentored by him to win in a very Aaron-esque way. I mean, meaning that other people see birds crashing. Other tournaments have been won with birds crashing. But it just seemed to happen to Aaron more. Um. And I, and I think that it, doesn't, it didn't happen to Aaron more. Aaron just listened more. And these guys definitely did. Um, but aside from the Aaron thing, two amazing, incredible, incredible talents. And, uh, I mean, it's hard to believe that, that, that two dudes in college just won a million dollars. But I could talk about it 
all day long. If you ask me, um, it just made me feel good. When it all came out, it just made me feel like, you're still here, buddy. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you, these guys, they ain't going anywhere anytime soon. These are two of the brightest young stars. And uh, the question to me is not, I don't think these two will be remembered for the two guys who won a million dollars because I think they both are going to accomplish so much more in their career. Um, they're amazing individuals, amazing anglers, and they're millionaires. Let's welcome them right now. Logan Parks and Tucker Smith, bass fishing millionaires. All right, first of all, thank you for joining us. But guys, I had a big, big weekend. I don't know if you were aware of this, but I I won at fantasy football this weekend, and uh, that that's a big big deal for me. What, what did you guys do this weekend? I think we won a million dollars. Yeah, we ended up winning a million dollars and two trucks and two boats somehow. So <laughs> how crazy is that? I mean, I know you probably have been asked that a million times just to throw the number around a few times, but you won a million dollars bass fishing and you're both in college. Like, I, I mean, why go to college? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I'm graduating in three weeks. <laughs> Yeah. And what? Are, what? Are, what, are, what? Sorry, to catch up. But what, what? What are you graduating? What? What did you go for? What was your uh, degree? I'm in supply chain management. Is that? Is that what you plan to get into in the next three weeks or so? Or what? What do you got ahead of you? I'm fishing all the opens. <laughs> good. Good. Um, and, and you got a few more years ahead of you at, at school. Uh, you're out in three weeks. But what do you have? Another three years? I'm a sophomore, so I've I've got a few years left. I'm probably gonna, you know, keep fishing college and fish the open. I'm fishing the Southerns this year, and uh, just feeling it out. And then I'm gonna fish college hardcore, and then go to the opens after that. So that's the plan. How has this changed your entire fishing career? I mean, to have this opportunity yesterday. I mean, literally less than 24 hours ago. I mean, this time yesterday, you, you, how much different does your bank account look or will your <laughs> bank account look between now and 24 hours ago? It, it changes everything for sure. I mean, I was doing the math and just trying to figure out how I could afford to fish next year and, <laughs> and not have a job. And now it's like, wow, this is actually happening. I mean, it's, it's been huge too, just to get our names out there to, potential sponsors and all kinds of things like that just to know that we're being serious about this and that we're going to make a run at it well no no better way to tell the world you're serious than go out and win a million dollars and obviously this was a tournament that this is the first one of its kind um how crazy is it that you like not only did you guys want it but you came along at a time because of being an amateur tournament that it is you know if you do make the elite series this isn't going to be something you're going to be able to do in the future, but you won the very first one. Yeah. I mean, it, it was crazy. You know, I, my dad actually asked me if I wanted to fish. We, uh, it was the last chance qualifier at Bull Shoals where we qualified. And he was like, do you want to fish this tournament? And we were like, yeah, sure. Cause I've got a nitro. So we were able to fish it yeah. and we hopped in. It was the last chance qualifier and we, uh, finished 13th. That was our first time at Bull Shoals. And, uh, you know, then we were like, well, we got to go to Table Rock now. So we only got half a day of practice at Table Rock, and we just went graphing and found the most bait and uh, found the fish in the bait. And then uh, 
you know, we managed to kind of practice day one and two, and then we made it happen the last day, and we were blessed. I mean, uh, the fish just kind of showed up, and we saw some birds diving and pulled over there, and it was like 15 pounds in 20 minutes, and then we caught two over three in the last 20 minutes of the day, so it was just meant to happen, you know. I mean, the good Lord was looking over us for sure. I mean, I don't want to get too emotional, but there has to be an emotional side to this. Everybody knows about your relationship with Aaron. You know, everybody knows how special he is, especially you, Tucker, but to the whole team. Like, I mean, to the whole industry, literally everybody. And, man, to win a tournament of this magnitude by seeing birds crashing after you had one small fish at 10 o'clock, I mean, I don't want to take any of the hype away from you guys, but at some part of you must think, man, Aaron helped us today. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Aaron was looking down on us for sure. Like, you know, just the birds and everything that happened, I really think he was looking down. And, you know, I know he was smiling because I had actually one of the reels that he gave me on the front deck uh, that I was using too. So it was pretty special um, to have that unfold. And, you know, Aaron – his last tournament he won was on Table Rock. And so that's right. So that just, that really was something special to me. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, it was an amazing thing. And I, I don't know if you guys realize it, but, but the story of you guys winning kind of felt like a really nice hug to the entire fishing <laughs> industry. Really? I mean, it's cool for you guys, but for everybody to be like, some parts of life are really tough, but some stuff just, just works out and and i mean i i guess that's is that how it feels to be sitting where you're sitting or do you think that none of this is even real to either of you right now it feels good i feel like i can't imagine how tucker felt missing the classic by three ounces but i know how i felt losing the first round and it was pretty embarrassing and it just we really were pretty bummed about that you know having a shot at the classic and missing out on it and it just feels like it was God's plan that we were to come here and, and win this tournament instead. I actually got a fortune cookie from Chinese food like two weeks ago, and it said, you will lose the small ones, but you will win the big one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> do you still have that fortune cookie? I do. Uh, I mean, that has to I mean, that has to go in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame or something. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like a million dollar tournament is just not an opportunity that comes around. But to to have that and congratulations, you're both going to make it as pro tournament anglers, just so you know, because only pro tournament anglers would win a million dollars. And three minutes into their interview about winning a million dollars, bring up the tournament that didn't go quite well for them, which was obviously trying to make the Bass Master Classic. But, but to have that, to get so close to that, especially Tucker, and now to do this, I mean, what is, does that teach you anything or what does that leave you thinking? I mean, it was, it was definitely hard losing, you know, by three ounces. And, you know, at, at the time I was really upset about it. And uh, I know Logan wasn't happy either. And uh, I mean, it really just opened up this door. And I think that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, even after coming through that, that hard time. But, uh, you know, I really think that, you know, because of that, we made it out. And uh, and just to win that tournament, man, like, it just felt so good to come back from that. And, uh, you know, just the money and everything's great. But, you know, just uh, the memories that we made were awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, you made a lot of memories, that's for sure. Um, both of you, you're, I mean, pedigree that you come into this tournament with. I mean, if you look at, you're both, we're both high school All-Americans. You know what I mean? You've, you've won a lot at, at the collegiate level. You've won a lot in high school. How did you do this? I mean, are you guys, do you guys feel like, you're a generational, when you look at it on paper, this is a generational talent. You were in any other sport that you'd be the first ones in the draft that everyone would be talking about. When I look at where you guys have gotten to so quickly, how have you been able to do that? And, and I want to hear from both of you. Like, how do you really feel you've been able to get to this point, not just winning this weekend, but everything that you've accomplished up to this point? I would say uh, just learning a lot from, a lot of different people and I've had been blessed with opportunities to have a lot of great mentors in high school growing up and fishing and then at college you know I've fished with a few different people and I've learned a lot just fishing with Tucker this year and I just uh I really feel like I feel very blessed I feel like we redeemed ourselves from the bracket you know and and uh I just I feel like a bunch of other kids can look and see that like anything is possible and not to let anyone tell you not to chase your dreams because it's, it's mind blowing what happened yesterday, but. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's kind of the same thing, you know, obviously I'm blessed to fish with Logan. He's taught me tons and uh, you know, we really have had good chemistry this year, but um, you know, I mean, it's just been, I, I just, love bass fishing you know and like that's all that I'm good at really like I mean I'm not good at really any other sports and bass fishing is all really only thing I've I've got so um and also my mentors you know like Aaron was a huge mentor and uh Joey Nania and those kind of guys and uh just my family and all the sponsors that have you know kept pushing me to do my best and I really think that helps you know so what was the craziest moment that nobody saw the moment behind the moment? Like for it, it might've been different. It might've been a phone call you got from somebody, but, but was there a moment that outside of like, okay, you want a million dollars. It's a big deal. You're posing with giant checks and keys and all sorts of stuff. You know, it's a big deal, but there had to be something where you're just like, wow, is this, is, did that person really congratulate me? Did I really just get a phone call from so-and-so? Give me some of those moments guys. Mine was probably when we were running in. Um, I, I, we caught those two three-pounders, you know. It was like a two, three-and-a-quarter-pound spots, which are like big spots for Table Rock as far as like what everyone was catching this week. And we caught them in literally the last 20 minutes. And we were kind of trying to push it because I thought we needed 17 pounds and our scale said 16. And uh, we decided, you know, we have a good enough chance at making, you know, if we don't make a million, we'll probably make 200,000. So let's just run in and, and we're on the way in. And I just like, was just looking around at everything, like looking at the birds flying by and stuff. And I look over at Tucker, <laughs> Tucker was wiping his eyes <laughs> and it got me all like emotional too. And just, just running in. I was like, wow, man, like if this is meant to be, it's about to happen. And I just got chills. I'm getting chills talking about it right now. It's a crazy moment. Yeah, I mean, because that's the moment where you're like, holy, I'm the dude in the movie. I mean, your whole life you watch the movie where the person does whatever or watch the tournament where you see this person win the big tournament, whatever. But for that moment, you like you said, I mean, first or second, 
still works out pretty good for you guys regardless, but, but to realize that you're in that moment, I guess, you know, is that what you were feeling at the time, Tucker? What, what was going through your mind? I mean, I think it, it all goes down to the morning. I mean, we had a, you know, a pretty terrible morning and we knew that the bite would get better later in the day, but we didn't know it was going to be that good. And just the birds coming down and like, uh, you know, it was kind of just like a light shining down, like go right there. And we pulled over and it just happened. And like, you know, I, I really think that the good Lord, and I think Aaron was watching down. I, I really think they sent those birds down there to show us where to go. And it was just something special. I mean, after, after we got back, it really just all made sense to me why, you know, what, uh, whatever, and uh, everything that unfolded. So I was just blown away. Listening to you guys talk, you do not sound like a 20-year-old and a 23-year-old. If, if, if the 20 or 23-year-old me just happened to arrive here, I do not feel like we'd ride in the same truck. <laughs> or if we would, it wouldn't be uh, going in the same direction, I guess. I don't know. Um, what's the one thing that both of you, I mean, you have to have something that, that you're like, man, I don't care what they say. I'm buying this. <laughs> uh, you know, um, really the only thing that I need is a truck and a boat and some fishing tackle. So, I mean, that's probably the only things that I need, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to use it on the opens. Um, you know, cause that's, that's the number one goal that I'm trying to make it to. So, um, you know, I'm trying to make it pro and I know Logan is too. So that's going to be, you know, our number one goal for the next year or two, you know, the next few years, however long it takes, we're going to try to make that happen. So. Is there a part of you that's got to be pretty bittersweet in the way that, you know, this team that's done so well together, you know, you, you're three weeks away from graduating and screwing it all up, Logan. Hey, well, I got some good news. I got six months of eligibility still after I graduate. So, oh, so we'll you can still a, fish. We'll be doing a fifth year of college bassing. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if all the collegiate anglers tuned into this think that's good news, but I think it's good news. We're excited to see you. Is that the tale now? It's just going to be the the pressure for. I mean, it, fishing this pressure never lays off. I mean, you won a million dollars between the two of you, two trucks, two boats, and now everyone's going to say, "Well, when are you going to be on the elite series?" Or, or you know, is that the is that the next mounting pressure for you guys? Yeah, I would say so. I. I registered for all nine of the opens like several weeks ago and got in. So just kind of nervous about those, you know, like what that's going to be like. It's kind of a big step, like going from high school to college to now college to the open. So I'm interested to see how it, how, how it goes, but I'm excited for it and I can definitely pay for it now. So that's good. <laughs> Outside of just being able to pay for it. How do you think this victory will change you? as an angler, or do you think it will change you at all? I mean, I think it gives us a, you know, a really big perspective of, you know, stay humble and um, work your hardest because, you know, we never would have dreamed coming to this tournament uh, to finish in first place, just to be able to get there to the championship day was, you know, amazing for both of us. And uh, to pull it off was just unreal. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think we just don't need to take any chance, uh, any second for granted and really we you know we're just trying to soak it in and uh stay humble about it and uh you know do our thing and just fish because we just like to fish and have fun and that's what we did we had fun all week and it managed to work out <laughs> I, I imagine i i i 
only have to imagine because I could not know what it would feel like. I, mean, I imagine it's pretty fun to, to, to win a tournament like that and to, uh, <laughs> to, to take all that pressure off. How much more popular have you gotten in the last, you know, 18 hours or so? Uh, a lot of lot, hearing from a lot of friends, old friends. I haven't been able to reply to anybody. I mean, I had 356 text messages last night. Wow. Like I've replied to all of them now, and I still have 300 responses to my responses. So it's just insane. It's crazy. The fishing industry is definitely, definitely uh, showing out, you know. I, I got to believe there has to be somebody in each of your lives that, that told you to stop playing with these silly fish and, and get a real job. Uh, I mean, who are who are you? Who did you who did you think or or who are you most excited to run into now that you have won this? Is there is there a teacher or somebody who's told you, hey man, you you better focus on your studies and not fish? No, I can't really think of anybody. Uh, I, I think I've been blessed to you know be surrounded by a lot of really supportive people within my family and friends, and I definitely think there are some doubters out there, but. Uh, <laughs> They're not doubting anymore, I wouldn't say. No, no, I don't think anybody's doubting. Uh, I don't think anyone was doubting you guys going into that event. Um, did any? Did either of you have like a, I mean, I'm sure at your age, maybe you had a part-time job or something to help get by? No? Oh, we just we just go to college and fish. So we, I mean, our parents are our number one supporters, and, you know, they've helped us get through college and get, you know, fish and do what we love. And, you know, we really couldn't do it without them, so. Yeah, I mean, we're thankful for them. Nobody be able to answer this better. We talk about it on this show every once in a while, and we talk about how much there is to be learned from collegiate fishing. Like, I look at when collegiate anglers make it to the elite series, no matter what their level of success is in college, because some of them come in with a stacked resume and some of them don't have a great collegiate career, but then go on to a great elite series career. But all of them seem more prepared. And my theory in it is because whether it be through coaching or whether it be through learning from each other, you guys all make each other better anglers. You know, you don't have to make the mistake before it happens. You know what I mean? You don't have to go up north and be like, wow, I didn't know how to drop shot and I need to know how to do it here. You learn how to do that before you head north. Uh, that's always been my take. What is your take on, on why Collegiate anglers are, are as polished as they are when they get to the Elite Series. Well, what is the biggest factor in your opinions? I think the competition is just so stout. I mean, those guys are so good, and it's it's really – it pushes you to be a better angler, um, pushes you to study harder, fish harder, to be the first one at the ramp in the morning, the last one at the ramp in the afternoon. Um, and then, like you said, just you get to go to so many places like – I've just fished my fourth year in college, about to fish my fifth. And, like, I've been everywhere, man. I can't tell you how many fishing licenses I've bought in different states. And just that experience is uh, it's really priceless. I definitely would recommend to anyone that's watching this podcast to take full advantage of fishing for college because if you go to the right school, you can pretty much do it for free. And, I mean, the experience that you get is invaluable. Don't jump into it too soon, you know. Tucker, what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, like he said, just going into college, I was, you know, trying to find a college that, uh, that you know, would suit me well. And Logan hit me up, and he was like, hey, come to Auburn. And I was like, well, I'm only coming to Auburn. If you I recruited get- him. Yeah, I did. 
Okay, good. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Tell the story. So I, uh, he said, yeah, I'll fish, I'll fish with you. And so we ended up fishing our first year last year, and we uh, did pretty well together. And, um, you know, just the reason why I chose Auburn is just, you know, just the way the atmosphere is, all the fisheries that, that are diverse around Auburn. And, uh, you know, college fishing, it's really given me, you know, the, the experience traveling around the whole country, fishing new bodies of water and learning. And uh, I've been places I've never even, you know, uh, never been before um, this past year. And this year we're traveling all around the country too. So just the experience and time on the water that we've been able to have has really helped us for sure. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, 24 hours ago, obviously we're recording this on Monday, but 24 hours ago before you guys won this, when people thought about Auburn, I, I'm sure it's hard to erase the image of of the mighty Lee brothers. I mean, did, you know, they both made it, you know, to to become pro anglers. You know, Jordan, obviously, back to back classic champion. But neither of them went out and freaking won a million dollars in one pop. Like, I mean, how is it possible that I mean, if Auburn as a school doesn't take this sport serious, no school ever will. I mean, what what what? has been accomplished from Auburn anglers is, is really ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty special. We have a, a really, really good program and like we couldn't do what we do without all the support of our teammates. Our teammates are great. Um, super proud to go to the Auburn university and be part of the Auburn university bass team and carry on the legacy. You know, I never thought that we would go out and win a million dollars, but I think it definitely solidifies Auburn as one of the top schools in the country for sure. Is it true, confirm or deny, that Steve Kendi went out and toilet paper trees last night after you guys won? Is that true? I haven't uh, heard that. I don't, <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> how big a party will happen back at the school? I mean, how excited are the other members of the team and how excited is the school? Oh, they. I mean, everybody was calling us and everybody was super pumped up and we can't wait to get back and celebrate with everybody. So I'm happy to get back and I'm ready to go see all, uh, all the guys on the team. Well, I can't congratulate you guys enough, man. What you have already accomplished before this is amazing. And uh, man, what a way to kick off a young fishing career with a half a million each. And uh, I can't wait to see what you guys have ahead. I mean, but what, what's your prediction? What, 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 right now, collegiate, it, your stage you're at, I want to hear what you're predicting. Like, what, what do you want out of your career, each of you, moving forward? Let's say if we run, run this tape back 20 years from now, what, what would you like to have accomplished? I, I have two things right now that I'm focused on, and that's getting back to the bracket, getting some redemption this next year, and making the elites. That's two things that I want to accomplish, and when we get there, I've got I've got like a whiteboard. I put my goals on and I check them off as I do it. And this past year, I I put you know win anglers of the year and win a Bassmaster event in college. And checking that off was pretty sweet. So I, right now, I've got get back to the bracket and qualify for the leads. So that's Tucker. My, how about yourself? I would just say the number one goal is you know you know become an elite series angler. I've I've dreamt of it as a you know as when I was a little kid. And it's just been all forces fishing, you know, all trying to make it there. And I've taken the high school route. The co- I'm trying to take the college route right now. 
and uh, you know, the next step is that. So um, I'm just doing my best trying to, trying to uh, keep my feet on the ground and just uh, keep fishing hard and uh, you know, doing what I love. So that's, that's about it. How much does that classic birth burn in you? You guys keep bringing it up that, that, that really, that's what's driving you right now, isn't it? Yeah. It was pretty tough. I'm be honest. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Tristan. Um, he did a great job, you know, and uh, it was just meant to be. It was his day. So I'm happy for him. Do, do you think Tristan thought he, th- do, do you feel he thinks he won the little battle between, when it all went down, like right now, like, would you, would you guys give him your million dollars to go to the classic? Definitely not. <laughs> I would have said you're insane if you would, because I feel a Bassmaster Classic and uh, many, many great moments lay ahead of both you guys. Uh, you're so much better put together than I ever was, than I am today. So congratulations. I'm happy that uh, some put together folks won that money because uh, I'd have burned through half of it by now. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'd be up at the Bearded Clem in Kimberling City. I hear it's a real, real hopping place um <laughs> you guys uh safe travels and thanks for uh thanks for spending a little time with me congratulations millionaires thank yes, you sir. thank you for having, having us thanks we'll see you again in the future all, all right. right bye how mature and put together are those guys i mean it just goes to show you that age has absolutely nothing to do with it because um if you add up both their ages i'm still older than them and they are much more mature mature wiser uh whatever you that word that they've got a lot more of that maturity than i do um congratulations it was an incredible week an incredible event and uh the best thing is i think those guys are literally just getting started i mean i don't think that's what everyone's going to remember them as Uh, i think that is just a springboard because they've already accomplished so much and you know what i talk a lot you guys know that you come here every wednesday And it takes me a lot of words to make one point. Some people, it takes very few words to make a very solid point. And I read this post and I thought, I'm never going to say anything as good as that. So I'll just end this podcast with that. And that is with Rick Clun's social media post this week about, of course, Tucker and Logan's win. He simply put, influence. It's a great responsibility. Aaron, you did good, my friend. Have a good week. Enjoy being. We'll see you in December. And uh, take it away, Uncle Bob. Thanks for watching. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Because Bob Cobb of the Bassmasters told you to. You hear?